Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We're awful glad that you kicked in, decided to spend some time with us. We hope that you sit back, relax, and learn something today to add to your mind candy dish in your very own life. My name is Stacy Johnston. Honored to be here with you, and equally as honored, as always, to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today, Cassie? I am doing wonderful. Looking forward to this conversation today, and I'm grateful to be here. How are you? I'm grateful to be here as well. I'm absorbing some of this excessive summer heat, um, kind of trying to figure out how to do all this. And, and I have developed a new habit recently in all this of hanging out in my thesaurus. I was sitting around last night and thinking to myself, you know, I remember reading books and doing so many things, and now here I am late at night looking through a thesaurus, trying to find really cool words for us to have a conversation about. And I have so much fun doing it. It's coming up with intriguing stuff. So you, we keep doing this. We've done this. We have over 100 episodes of Midweek Mind Candy out and all the words out there. Kathy, tell me, what does, it, what, does it do, what does it do for you when you look back and you think of all the conversations that we've got to have with people about these words? What does that mean to you? you know, I find myself approaching certain situations or conversations differently because I have heard a different, you know, description of the word or heard a different feeling attached to that word, right? So I think it's really made me aware of communication. I like it. How about you? I think a lot of times. I think, so. I think a lot of times I've had a concept in my mind about how I feel about a word or understand a word or utilize it. And then we have these conversations. And I have learned some very new perspectives and some new insights on what words mean to other people and how that communication can be affected by them. So I'm just, I'm just intrigued. I love doing it. I think we have the most wonderful conversation. So if you're ready, let's get this one underway. We have a lovely guest with us today who has a returning guest. We had the pleasure of interviewing on her on our Uncaked Heroes episode, and she was kind enough to return. So let's bring her and let's have a conversation with her about these words. So ladies and gentlemen, may we please bring back Miss Ellen Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. I love speaking with you. Oh, we're, we're so glad that you came. So tell me, what intrigued you about coming back for this episode with us? You did our Uncaked Heroes, and we had this conversation. What intrigued you about coming back for this one? I just really like the idea of it, of, you know, not knowing exactly what we're going to be talking about, being off the grid, and just discussing things that I wouldn't normally think about. So it's kind of, it's exactly what the title is, Mind Candy, and I love that, getting our minds to work in a different way. Perfect. Well, then let's kick this show off. Today we're going to talk about the word empower. So when you hear the word empower, where does that take you um, it just makes me think of becoming a stronger, better version of myself. Um, I know that people are empowered to do certain things or to do something. Um, I like to think of it as a self-empowerment, like how am I making myself more confident or claiming my role in my life, taking over the driver's seat of what I can do in my life. I like that. Taking control and driver's seat of your own life. Love that. Kathy, how about you when you hear the word empower? Where does that take you? 
fire. Right? And not like literal physical fire, but like lighting a fire. Because you can empower yourself as quickly as you can empower somebody else. Right? And once that fire is lit and that spark gets a little fuel, it is it kind of makes you feel unstoppable in that situation, right? So if you are empowered and you are feeling amazing inside and out and you're confident in what you're doing, then, you know, it just, that, that's what it leads me to is just that fire being lit. Mm, I like that too. I like that, the, the, the concept of empower being about a fire. I think that's a cool concept. I think when I think about the word empower, I always challenge myself to turn them inside. You know, and so when I look at empower, I look at my ability to empower other people. How can I use what I know and what I do to empower other people to shine, to believe in their, to believe in their journey, to believe in their story? I feel like maybe as a coach, as a, as a trainer, as that person I sit in in my everyday life, that's one of my, my job description that I've laid out for myself is to empower other people to find their magic and their shine and believe in their story. So I like, to, I like to look at myself as, what do I do? How do I have the ability to empower other people? What is it that I can add to the table to bring that fire that you're talking about right there to, to someone else to see them shine? Um, yeah, I think that's what it's about for me is in, in empowering other people. How can I do that the most effectively? How about you, Ellen? Where does that take you? I love these ideas. And again, kind of going back to my part, taking the driver's seat, I feel like I have to be empowered before I can empower others. I definitely love the feeling of empowering others, lighting the fire within them. But if I'm not feeling that way, I don't feel like I can can help others. It's kind of like my self-care routine right now is more important to me than it's the number one thing on my list because I need to be number one, before I can help other people to my best capability. So I feel it's kind of the same with empowerment. I need to feel empowered and inspired and have that fire within me in order to get it out to the world. Okay. Let me turn and ask you both the same question. Where does your ability to empower yourself come from? Kathy, you go first. Um. I think it comes with being able to give yourself grace and being able to, you know, come to terms with the fact that no matter how badass you're feeling right that second, you are human, right? You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to fall down as long as you get back up. But the getting up is what empowers you, right? The getting back up, the doing it because it's hard, the, you know, watching yourself conquer those obstacles, is very empowering. I like that. Watching yourself. Watching yourself participate in the get back up of yourself. Yeah. I like that. What a cool concept. How about you, Kyla? How about you, Ellen? How do you empower yourself? I think a lot of it is being my own best friend and always having that child within myself that can pick me up. Um, just like Kathy said, pick yourself up. And, you know, you never are hard on your best friend. You would never tell her that, you know, you look really ugly today or I can't believe you did this. You would try to 
bring them up and make them feel better. And we have to be that way for ourselves because often we're our own worst critic. And, you know, I, for one, am really hard on myself. I feel, you know, well, I should have done this differently or I didn't do that well enough and I need to switch my thinking to, you know, bring myself back up. And that in itself brings me more confidence and empowerment. Mm. I like that. I think we don't probably spend enough time thinking about how to empower ourselves. Right? I think sometimes we have a tendency for that to feel almost selfish. Right. I think we've been ingrained a long way to believe that doing work in that personal goal, work in that personal best self is selfish. And until you get out of that mindset that it's not selfish to take that time for yourself, to empower yourself to be better, I think it's a hard task for so many people to, to give that much concentration to themselves. Well, it's just as hard to give yourself grace, right? It's way easier to give it to other people. It's way easier to give them a pass on life happens, right? You're human. But it's way easier for us to give that to other people, I think. But I absolutely agree, you know, unless you're empowered yourself, it's not going to be beneficial to anybody, right? It take, takes me back to counseling, counselors, right? Mm-hmm. When I was in treatment, if my counselors had never been down road of addiction, I would not have benefited from what they had to say because they don't know, right? They don't, they don't understand. They've never been there. Right. And because they had been there and because they came through that and walked through that and were successful, I was able to take that and do the same thing. Had they not had those experiences, I wouldn't have been able to. But because they did, I was empowered to move forward. I love that. So do you feel like your story itself can be empowering to other people? I think that your story is going to be somebody else's survival guide one day. Mm. You might not necessarily be going through everything you're going through for you, right? But maybe because you need to go through it so you can conquer it, so you can show somebody else how to do that. I like that concept. I love that thought. Ellen, where does that take you, Ellen? Yeah, I'm so inspired by that because I have the exact same feelings. When, when I was doing therapy, like I specifically looked for people that have struggled with addiction as well. I know that we're on the same path related to that. And I just feel I am grateful that I went through my journey as hard as it was because now I can speak about it and hopefully save someone else's life. Um, if, if I hadn't been through it, I wouldn't be able to help others with what they're struggling with and make them feel empowered to make a change. I think that's so powerful. I think it's so powerful just the concept of recovery and, and what that, that, can, that your journey can do for someone else's journey. I think there's so much power in that. So when you... I think... When you, go ahead, I'm sorry, Ted. I was going to say, I think at the end of the day, you know, you really have to come to terms with the fact that Literally almost everybody on the planet is recovering from something. Trauma, addiction, grief, guilt, something. 
different because nobody is perfect. All right, so everybody's got something. And what's traumatic for one is not traumatic for another. So everybody is different and everybody recovers differently. So I think once you open your eyes to the fact that, you know, just because the dumpster's a different color doesn't mean there's not a fire in it. Right. It makes it a little more human and attainable. <laughs> mm. I like that. So let's take this around and, and turn it around just a little bit. And let's talk about how you model empowerment. How do you teach empowerment? How do you, how do you navigate that? How do you coach people through the concept of empowerment? So let's, let's take kids. Let's look at the small kids in our lives, the children you're raising, the children you're in contact with. When you're talking about words like empowerment, I mean, most seven-year-olds don't have a concept of the word empowerment. But how do you model that in your life for them so that they begin to understand that word in action, not necessarily the Webster's dictionary definition in spelling one day? Ella? That's a really good question, and a definitely not easy to answer but you know I currently have three and a half year old twins and it's just so important like we were saying not to we don't we're easier to give other people's grace than to do it for ourselves but a way I try to empower my kids is by telling them you know you are you are strong you are brave you can do this scary thing like we've been doing swim lessons since they were babies we did baby swim and now we're doing regular lessons and sometimes they just don't want to get in the pool and i have to say you know you're strong and you're brave to go into that pool and it's something that you can do you can you know defeat that fear um and just living that way in our own life like showing them that yes i'm it makes me nervous to talk about my story or I'm scared to be so vulnerable, but I'm doing it. And I show them that in action um, just by what I do in my regular day-to-day life. Beautiful. Just by what they see. You know, children learn so much more by what they see than by the words that come out of our mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they do what they see, they in, embody what they see, they react to what they see so much more than what they hear. Their little heads are full of sponginess, right? They just want to learn. They just want to look at the bee and find the dog and get the rabbit and eat the snack all at once. Some of the brains are going 1,000 miles an hour. But inside that, they're watching. <clears throat> and what they see so many times is what they learn more than what we tell them. So I love that. And then watch you. Jackie, how about you raising small kids? How do you, how do, you do that? How do you model empowerment to your small children? I, I think so it brings to mind two things, right? One is failing forward, right? Showing them that it is okay if you fall down as long as you get back up. As cliche as that sounds. Right, but showing them that even as an adult, even as, you know, whatever, I'm still capable of making mistakes, fully capable, I promise, (laughs) of making mistakes, but not letting them shut me down, right? And the second thing, I had somebody ask me one time why I bought 
all of the dance t-shirts, right? And at first, I was kind of offended by the question because it's none of your business. But second, it really made me think, right, why do I do that? And it's because I want my kids to know that their passions are important, right? Mm. So I will buy all the dance t-shirts and go to all the fights and watch all the jujitsu I need to and, you know, wear all the jujitsu mom shirts and I, because their passions are important and they need to know that if they love something, then I support them no matter mm. what. Right, and they're little, so it could be a year, it could be you know two weeks, whatever. That's fine, but it's important for them to know that their passions are seen and that they are important because I think that constant feeling of knowing, no matter what, she's got me and she supports whatever I do. I think that in itself is empowering. Mm. I I love that. I I think that is so true. And I think it is so true for children. <clears throat> and then I look at my life as a grandparent, right, and, and that joy that I get in, in touching the lives of my grandchildren. And then I look at the place that I'm at with my mom as I'm walking her, walk, just walking her through this final journey, right, this, 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 this place that we're in where she's walking to that final place, kind of working her way home. And I think about the difference in empowering her, right? She feels very... Um, outside handicap, right, the, the strokes, the paralysis, the things that she's gone through and the things that she's lost make her feel very vulnerable and very weak. So I know that I spend a lot of time trying to empower my mom to believe that she still can. I mean, she's such a survivor. Two strokes, a broken pelvis, all the things she's been through, and she still goes every day. So I think about empowering her versus empowering my grandchildren, and I think it's the very same journey, right, trying to help my mom believe in her own abilities. I mean, I think that's where it comes from for me, showing to empower other people, is teaching them that they rock. You, you've already survived 100% of the very worst days of your life. You got this. And, and how to empower her to continue her life and be a diva at 85 if that's what she wants. Right? I want to be able to do that for her so she continues to have that joy in her life. And I, I feel the very same way about my grandchildren. I want to empower them to, to, to shine, to take over this world. God created them for this time in life. And this is a tough time, but he's built up an army. And so you have to believe that he's given the children right now the empowerment that they need to meet the needs of this world. Because he doesn't make mistakes. Right? He knows what he's doing. He's got a plan. And so I hope in my lifetime that I can empower my mom to enjoy her life, and my grandchildren to take charge of this world, and my children to stand strong and believe in their children and believe in the things that they've known so that they can shine. I've got great kids, right? They're powerful parents. They're powerful people individually. So I think, it's, I think that's what it's about for me is teaching them and showing them that they're amazing and that empowerment comes from their recognition of their own, their own greatness. Beautiful. I love that. Hmm. Thank you. So where does that tie either one of you? Ellen? I think. Or Kathy, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yep, go ahead. Okay. I, I was just going to say, you know, I think it's important 
that I think it's almost more important sometimes that the older generation, right, the ones that are on that on that last leg of their journey, I think it's almost more important sometimes that their their passions get celebrated, right? Because then they don't feel like all the things they've done their whole life were for nothing. Amen. I think maybe that is a really strong point that should be driven home today is that if there's people in your life that are at that stage, it's very important to empower them, right, because they still can. Even if they still can't somewhere inside, they still have that passion. So. I agree. Alan, where does that Thank all you. take you? Well, it just makes me think of you know, as you, so for me, it's been my grandparents that I've witnessed go through that journey, and um, you know that it's still deep within them, but they may not be physically capable to do um, certain things anymore, and just giving them the love and support and showing them that you care. Like, I used to go play bingo with my 98-year-old grandpa every Monday, Um <laughs> just because, you know, that's what he was doing at that time and that's what he was passionate about. And, you know, I, I knew that he he needs, like, mind stimulation and so I would bring crosswords and always have deep conversations with him. And it's just like the little things, um, even with your kids. Like, we may not be on the same mental capacity yet, but there's still ways to show them that you support them and care and want them to feel like, their passions are important. Mm. I love it. I love it. I think it's just so important. So let me ask you one more question. Then we're going to have to wind this down. I could keep having this conversation all day. I'm having a great time. But let me ask you one more question. When you look at the world around you and everybody seeking permission, right? permission to, to feel the way they feel, say what they want to say, be who they want to be, do what they think that they're supposed to do. It's everybody's like, is that okay? Can I do that? Is that going to make anybody mad? Right? Am, I going to, am I going to piss this group of people off if I say this? And so there's so much uncertainty right now. How do we as coaches, as parents, as mentors, as people out there, what's one thing that you can do to help empower the people around you right now? Kathy, how do you empower this world? I think the same way, right? Everybody right now is begging to be seen. And I don't mean that negatively. But people are struggling right now because everybody's been closed off for the last two years, right? So I think it's equally as important, right? Because, you know, two years is a long time to be in the position that the world has been in, right? And it's very easy for people to get discouraged or feel like they are not good enough or like they are not succeeding at something for some reason, and really it has nothing to do with them, right? So I think it's equally as important to remind people that it's okay 
not to be okay, but that can't be an excuse. You have to use that to empower yourself. I like that. Powerful. <clears throat> Ellen, how about you? What's I one agree. Thing you can I do think. Room? Well, it's so like like we've all been talking about the the world is we're all struggling right now, and there's just a lot going on. Um, just paying it forward, you know, being gracious and nice to the person in line who's struggling, you know, getting their groceries out of their bag or, you know, taking too long or trying to write a check instead of using a credit card because, you know, nobody writes checks these days, but there's always someone. And instead of getting frustrated that it's taking so long, you know, just try to make them feel good about themselves, have a conversation and say, you know, I hope you're having a great day. Thanks for, you know, you know, just you're doing great. Just tell people positive things because right now it's just there's so much negativity in the world and we never know what each day is bringing. Just paying it forward to other people in itself can be an empowering tool. Um, or just bringing up your stories, you know, like having conversation with people. I was getting coffee the other day and the person was just casually having conversation. They were like, "What are you? what's your day like? And I was like, well, well, I'm on my way to couples therapy. And they were just like, oh, you know, my parents did that for years and it really helped. And it just brought up this whole conversation just with my honesty. Um, and just by being truthful and being honest and paying it forward, I think, can really help people in this time. Um. <clears throat> I agree. I think the most empowering thing we can do for people right now is just in a world where you can be anything right now, just be kind. Right? I think kindness itself is empowering. It lifts somebody's day, uh, a smile they weren't expecting. The poor lady at the dollar store, the convenience store that's been hammered on all day long by all those people that come in there with that negativity surrounding them, just to lift her up and empower her to get through the rest of her day. Yeah, those random acts of kindness, um, watching, just witnessing someone do something and walk by and go, you did a great job with that, or that's a beautiful shirt you have on, you know, nice hat. I think just those little things, like Kathy said earlier, everybody's seeking right now to be noticed because we've been separate for so long, and I think that's empowering, you know, if you're getting wondering if your shirt looks good today or if you're ready for that meeting, if you're and, you, you know, someone walks by and goes, oh, you look beautiful today. That is empowering to you. That makes you feel good. You go and go, oh, cool. You know, random stranger said I had a beautiful shirt on. That's empowering for people. And so to just, to see beyond what you're seeing. Right? Pay attention. Look at the body language of the people around you, the, the attitudes, and what can you do to, to shine light on that? Because the light is empowering. I, I love it. I just yeah. think it's a beautiful concept. Go ahead, Kat. I went. I went to a, an internet. Well, we went to an international certification one time, and I I conducted a social experiment, right? And my goal was to compliment random strangers so that I could see their reaction, right? Because 
you know, people are always afraid to talk to strangers, right? They're afraid to strike up a conversation, right? So my goal was to immediately break ice with a compliment and see how they reacted. And Mm. 99.9% of the people that I complimented, their first reaction was an ear-to-ear smile. Mm. Right? And that was the first time I had met them. And then for the next week while we were there, every time I saw them, I got the same smile. Mm. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. What what wow. think what the world just think what the world would look like if we all took one day and just did that. Just took one day. And empowered other people all day long. What might that day look like? Beautiful concept. That would be a lot what less would, great for sure. Right. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. You know, I mean, maybe we can start a movement, right? They're starting them all over the place. We might as well. Think about it. How do we start an empowerment movement, right? Spend a day. I challenge both of you. Spend a day. Kathy, you've done it. You've shared it with us, and thank you. That Ellen, that's you and me, girl. <laughs> right? Right. Spend a day in that world and just see what your day is at the end. What stories do you have to tell at the end of the day? Mm. Empowerment for everybody around us. Ladies, I could keep having this conversation all day long. This is fun. I am so gracious. But we are going to have to find a place to wind down with respect to you, Ellen, as our guest, and with respect to our audience. I would love for you to always remember that we're brought to you by Enlightened Up and Guided by Grace. If you want to have a conversation with us, if you've got a story to tell, or you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'm going to take my clothes by saying, Ellen, I am humbly grateful for your time, your transparency, your wisdom, and your knowledge. I hope you have a, a beautiful and empowered day ahead of you. And thank you so much thank for being you. our guest. Kathy. Of course. It's always a pleasure. Kathy, as always, thank you for sitting alongside me and, and, and joining me while we do this and take these journeys. I'm always grateful to you for your time and your wisdom. How would you like to leave our audience today with Empower? She found the mute button. What do you bet? Catherine's still there. Okay. Well, Ellen, we are going to give you, we're going to hope she's going to drop back in. Ellen, we're going to give you the opportunity uh, right now to, to make a final statement for you. How would you like to leave our audience today with Empower? I'm back in here. I did. Oh, yeah, oh, there ahead. you are, Kath. Kath, are you back? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, love. Well, give us your clothes so we can give the stage to Ellen to close out for us. How would you uh, like to leave our audience today, Kath? Simply with a challenge, and my challenge for our audience is to make it a priority to be kind to yourself, to complete strangers. It will lift your heart, I swear, and it will empower you throughout your day. Beautiful. Ellen, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today with Empower? I just think we should all love ourselves and be kind to ourselves first and foremost because that will make it easier for us to pay it forward to others. Mm. 